welcome back to another episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian. My name is Jo, I'm a registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counsellor here to smash the taboo of binge eating. How are you doing? I hope you're well and having a good January so far. Thanks again for joining me for some more professional insight into binge eating. Today I want to talk about something that interestingly I'm not seeing being talked about that much online right now and that is binge eating worsening in the last few weeks or few months. If you have noticed that your binge eating has worsened in the last little while, I want to offer some insight into why that might be. And, you know, of course, my advice is always generalized. Unfortunately, it's impossible to give individualized advice via a podcast. So please always check with your GP or primary care physician if any of this resonates with you and you feel you need a bit more support. But yeah, many of you are experiencing worsening binge eating in the last little while. And today I want to shed some light on why that might be. So I'm going to offer four of the most likely causes why your binge eating has worsened in the last little while. As always, come and say hi to me on Instagram. I'm at binge.eating.dietitian. I would love to hear about you, how you found the podcast and if you're enjoying it and if you've any suggestions for any topics I should cover in the future. All right, so let's get to it. Four reasons why your binge eating might have worsened in the last little while. First up is as a result of the pandemic. One study published in the International Journal of Eating Disorders found that one third of Americans with a diagnosis of binge eating disorder have experienced an increase in the number of binge eating episodes. Actually, in fact, eating disorders have worsened over the whole spectrum since the pandemic hit. So it doesn't matter if you're diagnosed with anorexia, bulimia, or a binge eating disorder, it's likely that you have experienced an an increase or a worsening of your condition. The reasons for this are threefold. Firstly, the disruptions to daily routines and constraints to outdoor activities may have increased weight and shape concerns. And I think this will be particularly prevalent if you are a regular gym user and you're finding it difficult since the gyms have been closed. This disruption negatively impacts eating, exercise and sleeping patterns, all of which may in turn increase binge eating risk and symptoms. Secondly, social restrictions may leave you feeling deprived of social support and coping strategies, thereby potentially elevating eating disorder risk and symptoms by removing protective factors. For example, if you notice that when your bestie comes over for a movie night on Saturday, you don't binge. But if she doesn't come over and you're alone, you do binge. If you're no longer allowed to have people in your house, it's clear to see why you may be more susceptible to binge eating. And thirdly, increased exposure to anxiety-provoking media and social media may increase binge eating risk and symptoms. Fear of COVID itself may increase binge eating, specifically related to being concerned for your own health or by the pursuit of restrictive diets focused on increased immunity. In addition, elevated rates of stress due to the pandemic and social isolation may also contribute to increasing risk. We've spoken about how there is such a definite link between stress and binge eating. And of course, that could be at play, even more so at play since the pandemic has hit. If you have noticed your binge eating worsening since the onset of the pandemic, I hope it's comforting to know that you really are not alone in this regard. There is actual research to show this. 
When you're in it, when you're in the moment, it can be really hard to see the wood from the trees. It may only be long after this pandemic ends that you realize it was a really tough time for you and your eating. All I'll say to you now is don't expect to have it all figured out. Instead, have self-compassion. You are allowed to not feel okay during this time. Second reason why your binge eating may have worsened during this time is due to being teased for your weight, aka weight stigma, before the pandemic hit. A study published in September 2020 found that young adults who were previously teased for their weight before the pandemic were more likely to binge eat during the pandemic. This is a perfect example of weight stigma, which I've discussed at length in previous podcasts. The researchers of this study found that this group had higher levels of depressive symptoms, stress and eating as a coping strategy and binge eating behaviours. The risk of binge eating was nearly three times higher among those who had been teased or mistreated just because of their size compared to those who hadn't. It's totally plausible that all the quarantine 15 memes and all the other cruel memes about weight gain during the pandemic play a part in this. And although this is a USA-based study, I can see why it may be at play in the UK too, especially with Boris's Better Health campaign, which I've talked about in a previous episode. If this point is resonating with you, I just want to say that I'm so sorry that you are being affected by weight stigma. Weight stigma is a discrimination, just like racism, and it's a moral failing we have so much work as a society to do. We know that being discriminated against because of your weight is enough to cause harm to your health. So I hope you are able to take care of yourself as much as possible and have loving people around who you can talk and confide in about your struggles with discrimination because of your weight. Third reason why your binge eating may have worsened is due to seasonal affective disorder. The NHS describes seasonal affective disorder, or SAD, as a type of depression that comes and goes in a seasonal pattern. SAD is sometimes known as winter depression or the winter blues because the symptoms are usually more apparent and more severe during the winter. And you may or may not be surprised to learn that one 2004 study reported that about a quarter of women with SAD met criteria for binge eating behaviour. Other facts about SAD, 2% of the population in Northern Europe have severe depression resulting from SAD. In the UK, up to 6% of adults have recurrent major depressive episodes with a seasonal pattern. The mean age at representation of SAD is age 27. And during the reproductive years, it's four times more common in women than in men. Now, I ain't a doctor and I'm definitely not diagnosing anybody with SAD. Please do check with your GP if any of this is resonating with you. I am just quoting from the NHS website here. Symptoms of SAD include a persistent low mood, a loss of pleasure or interest in normal everyday activities, feeling lethargic, lacking in energy and sleeping during the day, and eating more or craving carbohydrates and gaining weight. Those most at risk of SAD are female, younger and live far away from the equator and have family histories of depression, bipolar disorder or SAD themselves. 
For some people, these symptoms can be really severe and have a significant impact on day-to-day activities. Because of the link between SAD and binge eating, I really wanted to raise your awareness about this. And there has been some studies which have shown nutritional approaches to improving SAD or possible links between certain diets and SAD. Remember in a previous episode, I spoke about how vegetarian diets are not always healthier than omnivore diets. Well, this is a good example of where that is at play. A pilot study conducted in Finland and the Netherlands found that the percentage of SAD patients among Finnish vegetarians was four times higher than in the normal population. And in the Netherlands, the percentage of vegetarians among SAD patients in a Dutch outpatient clinic was three times higher than the normal population. One possible reason why this might be, why there is an increased risk of depression among vegetarians, is lack of a nutrient L-tryptophan. This is abundant in animal proteins and it's a vital nutrient for serotonin synthesis in the brain. So given that these people were following a vegetarian diet, they probably weren't eating as many animal-based sources of protein compared with people following an omnivore diet. It has been reported that an increased appetite and weight gain and carbohydrate cravings are frequently associated with SAD too. And emotional eating has often been suggested as one mechanism that links depression with binge eating and weight gain. Three studies, so three pieces of research, found that binge eating, restraint eating, which remember is chronic dieting or yo-yo dieting, and emotional eating were frequently observed in people with SAD. So there is definitely a link between this winter blues, this seasonal affective disorder, which is a type of depression, and binge eating. Going back to nutrition though, unfortunately there was a big study done of all smaller studies relating to nutrition and SAD, and the researchers couldn't find any particular nutrition strategy that improved SAD. However, I think it's worth reminding that if you live in Ireland or the UK, that there is a recommendation to take a vitamin D supplement during those winter months. So between the months of October and March. And this is because vitamin D is made in our skin, but we need sunlight to do so. And even on a sunny day in Ireland or the UK during those months, Because of the latitude of those countries on the earth, the UV rays aren't able to make vitamin D in our skin. So I'll leave some resources in the show notes for how to supplement vitamin D in the winter months. Reason number four why your binge eating might have worsened in the last little while is that maybe you just really hoped that you would stop binge eating in January. Maybe you think that you overdid it during the holidays and that you want to quote unquote make up for it or maybe you planned a new diet or a new wellness regimen to start in January and although we're just 11 days in, maybe it already has fallen apart and you're already finding yourself binge eating maybe even more than you did previously. The thing is, by telling ourselves that binge eating is just going to stop in January, we are automatically placing another judgment and another rule on how you're going to eat. And I know that you do really want to stop binge eating, but if there's one thing I want you to take away from today's podcast, it's this. 
Binge eating hates rules. Binge eating rebels against rules. It's possible that by putting an obligation on yourself to stop binge eating, it may have resulted in actually getting a little bit worse. I know that you know that restriction leads to binge eating, and I'm not going to patronize you by telling you not to restrict your food. It's really difficult not to restrict. After dieting or wanting to lose weight for a long time, every fiber in our being wants us to restrict, even a little bit, just so you're in a calorie deficit so that you lose weight. So I want to say that I understand how hard it is to restrict. I'm not going to patronize you by telling you that restriction always leads to binge eating. I know that you wish that binge eating would just stop in January and that would just be so lovely, wouldn't it? A brand new year without binge eating. Unfortunately, it usually doesn't happen like that. Binge eating recovery is really messy. It's a total roller coaster. It's not linear. It never is. I have never come across any case where someone decided to stop binge eating and that's it. They just never binged again. It's not something that we can just want to happen and all of a sudden it happens. The thing is, and I want you to remember this as well, binge eating is serving a purpose in your life. And if that confuses you and you're like, hey, what the hell? There's no way binge eating is serving me at all. It's only a negative thing. I'd ask you to go back to the episode that I did on the many positives of binge eating. If this point number four is the one that is resonating with you the most, I invite you to think about recovery from binge eating as not a destination, but instead it's a place to come back to. So it's not somewhere that you're trying to reach somewhere in the future. It's instead a place that you are going back to. It's a place you have been before. After all, even if it was just for one day or a couple of days or a week, you have been free of binge eating before. When you do have a binge, which of course is okay, if you feel that you need to binge, you go and you do it and you move on. But if you do have a binge, say to yourself, that's okay, I can come back to recovery tomorrow. Consider every day that you don't binge as recovery. This way, recovery from binge eating is not some abstract place that's way in the future that you're working towards. Instead, it's a place that you've been before that you are simply returning to. All right, so just to sum up the four reasons why your binge eating might have worsened in the last little while. Point number one is as a direct result of the pandemic. And usually the reasons for this are threefold. Firstly, disruptions to daily routine. Secondly, social restrictions, leaving you feeling deprived of social support and your coping strategies. And thirdly, increased exposure to anxiety-provoking media and social media. Point number two of why your binge eating may have worsened lately is due to being teased for weight, aka weight stigma, before the pandemic hit. And this comes from a research study that was released in September 2020. Point number three is due to seasonal affective disorder, which is something that you may have never even considered before, but it's quite common in countries far away from the equator. And point number four is that maybe you just really hoped that your binge eating would stop come January and that obligation, that judgment has resulted in your binge eating not getting better and may have even 
gotten worse a little bit. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review on iTunes. That way the podcast just reaches more people. I'm going to leave you now with my review of today's resource and I will see you in the next episode. Today I'm reviewing the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast by Harriet Frew. Harriet is an eating disorder therapist based in the UK and her podcast has been out about a year now. It is packed full with free expert resources on eating disorders no matter what diagnosis that you have. She has lots of guests on there who are also experts in their fields and Harriet comes at the topic of eating disorders with such a compassionate and respectful approach. I was honoured enough to be a guest on the podcast so check out that episode. <music>